0: You're listening to And the Snubby Goes To, hosted by Shavae Brown and me, Ebony Blake. La 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 Thought we was gone, but we're back and we're here. La la
1: la 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 La
0: La Hi.
1: It's been a minute. It's been it's actually been too long. Um Well, you know It's been forever.
0: Hi it's me Ebony from before.
1: <laughs> Hi this is Shavee from before. Um <laughs> we have been we've been gone for a bit. We have been just um I'm on the road right now on a Broadway national tour. So that's why we had to be on a little bit of a pause because your boy, you know, your boy had to get his bag. So
0: we're out here collecting these coins. We're standing on zero in the spotlight doing what we do. I'm so proud
1: of you. We we are, we are doing that. Um, You know, and it's funny coming to realization of like, Oh, being on the road is something else. So I'm only on the road for a little bit, and then Uh we will be back full time come September. So we just wanted to give you guys just a little, you know, update about what's been going on. Because, honey, you know, when you're in a show, (laughs) it just takes over.
0: Well, that's Um, the thing. I think people, you know, who are not doing the gigs and not in the business, don't realize. Okay, so you go to start a tour. That means your schedule, you're probably traveling on the one day that you have off because you go from city to city. You are doing two, you're covering two leading roles and you're also in the ensemble, which means you're always going to be in rehearsal. So you have rehearsal in the morning, you have shows at night. And it's like are Yeah, yeah. You're also a dad and a partner. Yeah. So the times when you're not rehearsing or at the gym or at the show proper, you are talking to your family and trying to be an adult and get stuff done. So- and it's you know been a I think down.
1: you're so right, and that's why it was a good realization to be like, oh, this is why other actors and performers don't tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tour. They don't. Uh. They don't. When they have families, they go. You know what? I'm gonna keep my behind at home. Or like Beyonce, everybody's coming. Everybody and has we're to doing go. This- and we're doing this for a summer. You realize yeah. that she's doing Renaissance. It's really just the summer. Uh-huh. She's like blue. Because well, be our kids school. are
0: school age now, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's like, they, we can be out, we can be out of here from May through September, and then yep. it's a wrap.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know. So that's pretty much what I'm doing. I'm Beyonce. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm Beyonce. So I mean, I'm not gonna do my Renaissance. It. <laughs> yeah. We've so always I'm doing my Renaissance it. tour. My Renaissance tour is now and I'll be done September first. And then we'll be back full time with Snubby pod, because yes. it is just, you know, this is the passion project. And we have, we, you know, we have a lot of award shows, and which will be perfect when we come back because it will be the Emmys. Emmys. So we can have mm-hmm. a good Emmys episode. Um, but we wanted to just give a little, a little tease about what we saw at the Tony's and what everybody's talking about Sam Jackson's face um, for not winning Best Featured Actor. Yeah, it's the same tale, tale as old as time, you know, Black people, we cannot just look, we can't just have a face, we can't just be, oh, okay, we have to be shiny Negro of like, oh my God, congratulations to you, he just was looking like Sam Jackson, and everybody is up, bad, and impressed, and what are your thoughts, Eb, on that? You, I mean, I've already said mine. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: and I appreciate that you did, because I think the same thing. It's like, oh, I guess we just have to be performative in public spaces all the time. And it's really annoying. Like, you know, we, um, yeah, and and I wouldn't even mind it so much if it seemed like we policed everybody else's face as much as we police ours. And then I said, you know what? Let me play devil's advocate. Let me give you the benefit of the doubt. He is a superstar. He is a... You know, an international movie star who actually happens to be a very good actor because, let it be known, movie stars and actors are two different things. Hello. Um, And, so, you know, him being at this event really sort of raised the wattage. Even when they said that he was doing the show last year was just like, Broadway, let's be honest. We've needed the money. We've needed the butts in the seats. People are still really reticent to come back to the theater, Uh, not only because of COVID, but because of, you know, times are hard. Money is different. We don't have times is change.
1: hard. Yeah. Times is
0: hard.
1: Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Lovett. <it. laughs>
0: so, uh, oh yeah. So it was one of those things where it's like the camera's already going to be in his face, and I love that the podcast that you pointed me towards, um, Vibe Check, where it was just like, but well, let's already acknowledge he's not somebody that is like he's not Will Smith. No. Uh, and I mean, Will Smith pre-slap, pre-slap. so he's not going to give you yeah. a show for free just whenever you have the camera in his face. Um, which is weird to me. Also, he's in his seventies. I don't know if any of you listeners have been raised or been around older black people. We they just, don't they, they don't have the time and the, the, the older they get, the less fucks they give. So but let's,
1: but let's go there though, because you know, I brought it to you yesterday what was her name? Michaela Maroney from the oh, yeah. 2012 Olympics, mm-hmm. London. We all remember her. She, um, you know, in the London Olympics, U.S. Um, gymnast. Mm-hmm. She does the ball. She was supposed to get the gold. She does. And she gets silver. Her face was cracked, pressed, yeah. mad. She gets what? press ads. She gets commercials. She goes to the White House. She is getting, you know, all of these book deals for this look and this face, t-shirts. So now white, little white girls can have these mad faces and it's glorified, but God, black people, we're just, you know, we're just being you're not grateful. How dare you? Why aren't you?
0: I mean, it was on purpose too. That's the funny thing. It's like, you know, Angela Bassett didn't screw her mouth all the way to the side and intentionally show displeasure. It just was maybe crestfallen. And also like, you know, can I process and hold space for myself in real time instead of like making somebody else feel okay with, um, you know, a decision that, I think was wrong. I think she should have won. And, you know, same for Sam Jackson. And it was funny because all of those actors, they all sort of had that look. Cause I think that they were all, cause it was like, um, Stephen McKinley Henderson, I believe is that gentleman's name, lauded, wonderful actor who's done so oh. much August Wilson. I think a lot of people thought he was going to win. It was Sam Jackson. Um, of course, Sean Hayes. And was it um, Yaya and Corey from Top Dog on the yes. Was that, was that uh-huh. the category? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a night that was so filled with diversity and, you know, groundbreaking wins. You know, you had Alex Newell and Jay Harrison Gee. You know, they both won their respective awards. Like there was a lot of progress, but it was the optics were real sticky icky to be in this category well- with all of these beautiful black men actors who are not necessarily known for being on tv and th- but then the other thing is to Chavez, people don't understand good night oscar sean hayes what he won for that's kind of, that's the only thing still running everything else closed So, you know, you have these voters that have very short memories and a third, about a third of the people that vote are producers. They have vested interests in you going to see shows because they're the ones putting money in. And I wish that there, I wish that there was a campaign like there was in the seventies with Gregory Peck running the Oscars. I feel like there should be a campaign with the Tonys. We need to go through and see who is actually creating art, who is watching art. It can't just be the producers because everybody sort of looks at the Tonys like a glorified commercial. For theater, which it is, but also it it has a chance to be an arbiter of taste the same way that other, you know, sort of prestigious awards are because it's the only one for theater.
1: Yes. And you're right. And it goes into that, like, just go back to what, you know, with faces and how four award shows are how we supposed to, you know, react to it. I'm over the whole day of like, you should be grateful you should be great. It's like, oh, I'm already grateful. I've I told you already I'm grateful. I am also allowed to be like you said earlier, upset. I'm allowed to have that. I'm allowed to have that. But you know, I feel a lot of times with uh, with black with black bodies, we are policed at our jobs. If we're not going around smiling, why aren't you smiling? Why aren't you happy? I can't just be but John over here who smells and, you know, has all these other John things. John has a glandular here.
0: disorder. And we're not <laughs> saying
1: it. John is over here, but he could be mad impressed. But you guys are like, Oh, that's John. Well, Oh, I'm just Chevet here to work. You know what I mean? It's just so, I'm so over that narrative of us. Like we can't be in spaces just to be, especially like in jobs. I, I know you've had it too. And I, if we're just at work and like, Cheve, you're not smart. Are you happy to be here? Not right now. Not right now. I'd rather be with my kids and husband, to be honest, but I'm here and I'm doing my job and I did it right. So miss me with the whole being happy or having this smile, you know, this face on, or, you know, especially it goes with, we can't be, we can be great, but we can't be too great. You know, we can't be awful either. And, you know, with Sam Jackson, like you said, with Piano Lesson, he, you know, that show got extended twice partially because the cast is so freaking great and it's august wilson and him bringing what he did to um that show so it's but i agree with you with the Tonys. it does need to have a campaign thing of like what is the art because we even i mean i'm not gonna lie <laughs> people are gonna listen to this it's all good i mean broadway musical theater for example is for me right now in a want want situation it's just very it is it's meant to be like Here's a commercial for tours. So what's going to do well when it tours? So you see these shows and these performances, and you're like, we, what, why, why does this show, who asked for this? I have friends in this show that's coming up. No one asked for Back to the Future. Who asked for that? You know, who, but I get it. It's something people know, and they think that will be great on stage, but Again, it's a whole, like you said, it's producers. Who's putting money where? Who's going to get this out to be known? Who's going to let it go? So, oh, it can make it to the Tonys. Cause this show's opening this summer, Back to the Future, which I find interesting. Trying to do a whole like, um, summer blockbuster, but they want to keep it open till the Tonys, for God's sakes, you know? So they're going to work, they're going to do their darndest for that to happen. Uh,
0: I will say it it did really well in the West End. But sometimes I'm curious because a lot of things, you know, even though we speak the same language, our theatrical sensibilities do not translate. Things that are a hit in London will not necessarily come and do gangbusters in New York. Also, you can throw a rock and hit a theater in the West End. And it's great because it can be such a great incubator for really interesting, cool work because it's not... As expensive, they don't pay their actors and their crew as much as we get paid in the States. So to come over and bring such a behemoth piece of work. And pay rent in New York. You're going to have to be making money hand over fist. They picked one of the largest, if not the largest theater. Isn't the Winter Garden? That's like the biggest house, right? Or the biggest um, audience?
1: The, one of it's the one, one of. of yeah. Gersh The Gershwin where Wicked is is the biggest, is the biggest I one. Yeah.
0: So uh, it's you in know your with theater, it,
1: and then in, in your theater is one of the biggest.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, with that, uh, with that intellectual property being out there, and people having such an emotional attachment to it. Uh, I think that they're hoping they're getting these buses. The kids are out of school. It's going to be parents wanting to sort of like show their kids something. It's nostalgic, but also it could be something new for families to sort of latch on to. And, um, you know, there's elements of illusions and things in there. So we'll, you so ma- we'll see.
1: Mm-hmm. You make a point, Ebony. It's that from the I forgot it's from the West End, mm-hmm. which we go back. The West End has that, you know, the 80s was the British invasion of theater. So that's when you had cats. Yep. That originated in you know London that came over, which the fact that that ran as long as it did, <laughs> Coke was rampant in the 80s. Um, also, did you see that they're new,
0: <laughs> they're restaging cats and it's gonna be set I in actually, like the ball culture? I, I think
1: see that. that's gonna be fierce, yeah. yeah so they're I'll go restaging, see it. they're restaging cats, um, and it's going to be set in ball culture, so it's going to, which I'm like, that would be fierce. Yeah. Um, but you also had Phantom come from London, Lay Mis, Miss Saigon, but all these shows there was no star. The star was phantom. The chandelier was the star. Miss Saigon, the helicopter flying in was the star. Mm-hmm. So back to the future, what's the star, the goddamn car, the car, the the car flying. Oh, the DeLorean flying over the audience, which apparently flies over the audience. So I'm like, this is, you know, it, it behooves, it kills me too, because you know, Ebony, me and you, we've done theater in all gamuts. We've done theater on ships. We've done it in dinner theaters. We've done overseas and theme parks and you know we've had people shade us for being like why are you going to a cruise ship why are you working in a theme park in in asia and i'm like well how you're working in a theme park in, in new york city <laughs> at this yeah, point back to picture you're at a theme park show in new york city right now let's not mm-hmm. get it twisted and you're working so hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> where overseas we're working you know are on a cruise ship. It's like two days a week and getting paid the same. So let's, you know, <laughs> don't shade me because mm-hmm. now it is a theme park, you know. Yeah. Um It is, it's just interesting. Um I'm trying to think anything else from the Tonys that was like...
0: Um uh, Can we just talk about Miss Ariana DeVos? Say what you want. I sort of loved the format of the show this year. I was like, let's keep it scriptless all the time. You know, we're you know, theater I- kids. We can, we bring the energy. We're up. We're peppy. The things that people sort of knock us for being able to produce I think it was helpful for the Tony's with yes. that script. and she threw herself down them damn stairs, them stairs and I girl. thought she was on wires I said what's happening I had to rewind it
1: but that's her gig that's her ministry of magic is dancing yes. that's why I love that and also who she is I love that area that section where she was like um somebody's coming out here to present something their names will be pronounced you'll see in a minute <laughs> i was like <laughs> i love that but you uh-huh. know what i mean it takes all out that shitty banter which i hate because you know it's a writer strikes were so we're for the writers but then on this for award shows i'm like i kind of like that it was just
0: because it's always sp- cringy and if, it's you cringy. know the parts that i really want to see are people being real and in the moment. And maybe you'll have a flub with your acceptance speech, or maybe there'll be a moment where the camera catches something, but that's the whole point of it for me. I'm like, if it's too slick and too produced, it's like, eh, I just, I don't need it.
1: I don't need it. And I, I really enjoyed it. And I thought she, I mean, they, this girl doesn't stop working though. Ariana DeBose. She, I'm like, since so she won her Oscar. She's the host of every thing hosting doing her gig i'm like go off sis i'm not mad mm-hmm. at it she
0: yeah was, i hope she her was and her team are in one accord and it's what she wants to do
1: yes i'm trying to think who else in the i'm gonna i'm gonna go there so you know we had um miss leah michelle out here doing funny girl sure and i find this interesting so we we know who the person is you know they are are terror to work <laughs> with apparently uh allegedly <laughs> allegedly used to be used to i don't be. i don't know uh,
0: i've not talked to anybody that's done funny girl lately I,
1: yeah, exactly so that's why i say allegedly allegedly you know um and certain banter and in the way she kind of is and we give this um we give this platform even the show and her are not nominated this year we give this platform to that and i find i do find it interesting because we know we always bring it back it always goes back to being black um (laughs) because if audra pulled those stunts if audra pulled ever any of those stunts that this young lady has we wouldn't see it we wouldn't we would not see it i don't think we would she would be ostracized she would be we don't allow this at the tony awards we would not dare have this kind of behavior I just find that interesting. So I just wanted to say that just me being shady. That's all.
0: (laughs) I also think that she has friends in high places. I think Ryan Murphy has a lot to do Um. with why she's still in people's face and she's able to have bad behavior. And, you know, there is an allowance for that. I think somebody thinks it's cute and she continues to get opportunities. However, I will say since, you know, there's been some time away from it. She got a little ass whooping on Twitter uh, cause people found out about it and, you know, we had nothing to do, but be at home and be in 2020 and have the monstrosity of the George Floyd situation in our faces. So, <clears throat> you know, fake accountability was something that we were not going to put up with. So mm. she did get a little bit of a rap tap tap on them knuckles with a wooden spoon and she's become a mom. So like we said, allegedly in the past, it is documented she was not a kind person. She was a bit of a social climber and she thought that she should be a little bit more higher than she was. But now it'll be interesting to see, especially post-Funny Girl. And, you know, maybe it was a little humbling for her. It's like, you're not going to get nominated. You didn't originate this role. Beanie did. That's true. And now you're here. And, you know, they let them come, but they also let Beautiful Noise come because the funny thing is Beautiful Noise was not nominated for anything, but they're still, they are still got butts in the seats because it's Neil Diamond. So now and, and they want that
1: tour, and they and want so, that tour,
0: and it'll tour well. I knew, you know, something like New York, New York, it's going to be harder to take out of town because what are you going to do? Go to Chicago and be like, New York's the best.
1: But they, but they have announced a tour for it. Because so listeners out there, a lot of times for the Tony Awards is a, to put these shows out there so that when these shows go on tour, it markets it. I mean, all of us here, we were from Ohio, so I would watch the Tonys and couldn't wait for that show to come to Cincinnati or Dayton, or whatever, close city. So a lot of, it's, you know, press for that. And you're right, New York, New York, I want to, <laughs> I hate you. It's
0: beautiful. York- <laughs> They're like, New, York- New York's York- the best, Green- Detroit. <laughs> New York is the York- best, <laughs> LA. Greenville.
1: <Da-da-da-da-da-da>. Greenville. We're. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But maybe, you know, it's such a piece of like, nostalgia and and I don't know, like a snapshot of a time in New York, and I think it probably will do really well. And Um, there's shows
1: that that do really well touring, I think, that does better. There's certain shows that do really well in New York that doesn't tour well, and then there's things that New York doesn't really get, but it tours amazingly. Like, I feel those, um, I call them the the behind-the-music musicals, Um, those tend to tour really well. Like, so the MJs and the beautiful carol king musicals because everyone knows that music and they want to hear that um mm-hmm. so neil diamond i feel like beautiful noise will tour extremely well of course because this um, is doing well here yeah i think some like a hot will tour really well i yep. think like a show like kimberly kim kimberly akimbo what which one best musical uh at the tonys i'm intrigued to see if because it, it is going to, to tour i wonder how that will tour
0: mm-hmm.
1: um It's a beautiful show, but I would love to see how that will tour. Shucked is great. I think that will tour, if they get enough buzz about it, I think that will tour really well.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And what else is out there? Um,
0: How did Into the the Woods do? I think they're wrapping up their tour,
1: but will Sweeney tour? You know, they're touring, and they're touring with that full orchestra. You know, they, so Sweeney Todd is on Broadway right now, and it has a 30- eight-piece orchestra. It's the original orchestrations from the original Broadway show in 1979. And they're touring with the fact they're going to use the same orchestrations, which I'm like, that's a lot of money. (laughs) Because to pay musicians, it's a lot on tour. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's going to be a tour as in what I'm doing now, like Hades Town, or if it's going to be a tour that's like, we're going to LA, Chicago, uh, dc philly and then call it a day yeah. <laughs> you know because Absolutely. that's a lot of musicians um to put up and well musicians just to pay that's a lot and the cast and stuff but that's touring yeah. i know and then i think what else is touring i don't think camelot is eh, beautiful, gowns. <laughs> beautiful, gowns. <laughs> beautiful gowns beautiful gowns Magical, beautiful gowns beautiful gowns gowns magical beautiful gowns but yeah the tonies i thought was was a success i didn't think there were any ratings were up in my yeah ratings were up um the only snuff was sam jackson people coming for his face leave that man alone leave uh-huh. him alone matter of fact leave all of us alone black people leave us alone <laughs> let us be let us be reparations okay good night <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, we just wanted to give you guys a little update and let you guys know what's going on. And we will be back. Trust me, we will be back. We will be back stronger, better. I'm joking. Let me stop trying to be all Oprah inspirational. How about that?
0: (laughs) We'll be back. Please be here when we come back. We'll have things to say. Other than that, enjoy your summer. Shabay is going to be on the road. I'm still here in the city and Michael's in Chicago. And we're still going to be in the snubby goes to, and we have a lot of fun things to look forward to. And we're so glad that you're listening now and that you're going to come back when we're ready to be here.
1: And if you're on our Instagram or Twitter, ask us some questions. What would you like to hear? We have a little break. We're having this little hiatus. Please tell us what you want to hear or talk about. We would love to hear from you. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. And The Snubby Ghost Two is an original podcast created by Ebony Blake, Chavay Brown, and Michael Drew Collins. Co-hosted by Ebony Blake and Chavay Brown. Produced by Michael Drew Collins. With graphics by Phil Tarkarski, And music by Bright Seed, licensed through Soundstripe. Copyright 2023.